Welcome to another episode of the Hustle and Flow podcast. I'm Heidi, an actress, fitness coach, and self-love junkie. And I'm Kesley, singer-songwriter, photographer, and social media influencer. This podcast is intended to inspire you to up-level every area of your life. Join us as we talk openly about starting our businesses, mental health, and becoming a master manifester. Let's get started. We're super excited to have Ace Crosscrip on our podcast episode. Do I have to say the thing? Yeah, say it. No. <laughs> You you may know her as your best friend, Ace, on Instagram and on TikTok. She currently has 1.8 million followers on TikTok, and this girl did it in less than six months. So we'll definitely be talking about that as well as some other fun stuff. What's up, y'all? Hi. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. This is dope. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. excited. I'm so excited to have you. Okay, so for people who don't know you, but let's be honest, I feel like a lot of people know you now. Um, for people who don't know you, can you kind of explain yeah. what you do? Yes. Uh, so what do you do? I, I don't even know. Sometimes I don't either. Um, no, I started making videos probably about three and a half years ago for Instagram. And I, even though I wasn't getting any traction at all, it was just kind of my first platform. Uh, I started making videos just to entertain people. That's one of my main things. Is like my goals is just to entertain people. If I can just take one minute uh, for them to escape their lives, whether good, bad, whatever, and just make them laugh or smile, then I'm done my job. So, uh, so I started off with Instagram, barely getting any traction. And then it's funny. I made this really random video one day of me lip syncing on a plane to the Spice Girls uh, one be and these two guys saw me do it and before I left I was like everybody I literally shouted to the entire plane follow me on Instagram Ace Cross Crook and they followed me and messaged me and they're like hey Facebook is coming out with this new app you should hop on cool so Mm -hmm. hopped on they made me a creator Uh, I was in the creator program and from there I met so many people Mm -hmm. and uh, one of which his name is Josh Sadowski he was like you need to get on TikTok Mm -hmm. Josh was on the plane no 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 the para bros I should have said that. Yeah, the Para Bros are on the plane, um, which they're two guys that make amazing content as well on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, But yeah, so they were on the plane, introduced me to Facebook, and then through Facebook, I met Josh. Okay, I have two questions already. Uh So my first question is, when you started on Instagram, did you see it as a platform? Because when I got on Instagram... I remember I was like a junior or a senior in high school and it was just like the cool thing to do. The really pretty girl at my, in my high school, her name is Sky Hannah and she's now a model or whatever. But I remember she like all of a sudden just had thousands of followers on this thing called Instagram. And like, you know, she like used these cute filters. And so it was like, oh, we want to use that. And so we all just kind of started using Instagram. It was never something where I was like, oh, this could be a platform. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of another social media thing to me. So like, did you recognize it as a platform when it first came out? Uh, It's funny you say that. I never hopped on. So once MySpace died, I legit was like, I am never getting on social Mm. media. There's not. Were you sad and upset about that? Yeah, because (laughs) I I was was legit that girl that was like, coding layouts and and uh wow. and i did that them. too wow yeah. oh, i didn't sell them but oh. i i coded i, I would do hustled. like i would do like the arrow slash b arrow <laughs> and make my text bold, bold. <laughs> oh my god that's incredible uh yeah <laughs> so i started I, I once myspace died i was like yeah social media is wet i'm never doing it 
And um, then I got on Facebook just to keep in touch with people. And I loved like creating content mm-hmm. for Facebook and keeping in touch with family and all that. And then once Instagram kind of like hit that new wave, um, I was like, man, I don't know what I could use this for mm-hmm. until I found like the comedy part of Instagram. Mubby. Uh, if that ain't Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> The Instagram, I saw comedy and I saw the skits and I it would entertain me. It would take me away from my life for a minute and I would just mm. laugh and I'd be like, ah, I want to do that. Wow. And so I, st- I just started doing it. That's literally what I literally just started doing it. I started filming on my phone and then I got a camera. And then from there, that was it. I started writing, producing my own stuff because I'm an actress too. And, you know, yeah. it literally in between jobs, I would just make my own content because I was sick of hearing no. Mm. Mm. That's what I was going to ask you because you're also an actress. So, like, what came first? Have you been – how long have you been into acting? Yeah, acting definitely came first before mm-hmm. I started doing skits because uh, Facebook was more of, like, an outlet at the time when I was using it, like, more of, like, for blogging, you know? And, yeah. like, you put your status of whatever you want to put – in the world and mm-hmm. um, and photos was like a big thing yeah yeah so uh so yeah so instagram was like a, just a different platform for me to hop on and just create mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's really when i feel like creators became a thing yeah you know yeah uh but do yeah. you do you see like social media and making videos as a way to get like a way to be i don't know how to ask that like with acting mm. um like are they two separate things or do they go mm. together for you i think for right now, for me, I'm blessed to be able to have two different avenues. I, acting and social media are completely separate for me, mm-hmm. but would I say that my numbers may help me in the future? Mm-hmm. Sure. Have they yet? No. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm two different people, mm-hmm. which, has again, has benefited me. So uh, on social media, I'm like this very bubbly, high energy, you know, your best friend ace. Mm-hmm. And then with acting, I've literally only got jobs that are very dark or twisted or um mm. just a, a whole different realm which is great because then that fuels my creativity and satisfies my soul it's mm-hmm. literally kind of like your alter ego mm-hmm. yes. which is so cool and yeah. i feel like you totally have that but i want to ask my second question now ask okay it. yes how did you get the balls to walk on the plane and lip sing a song and get everyone to be with you? Like that video is amazing. And if you guys haven't watched it, like just go and stalk Ace on her Instagram or on her TikTok. And she has this video of her walking on a plane and she's just singing and dancing in the, what do they call it? The, the aisle. aisle. Like, uh-huh. oh my God, how did you do that? Yeah, I, I legit was just like, I want to do something fun and spontaneous. And I was by myself. It's like mm-hmm. nobody's with me or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I think I remember seeing this happen uh previously like someone I wasn't the first definitely not but um Mm -hmm. but I I was like yeah I'm just gonna do it and it was great and were you afraid I think like initially like right when I stepped up to do it I was like oh my gosh what am I doing yeah I was like "Eh, I'm about to have fun and just boom there it was you know just like go it's funny like when you're by yourself you like I think in general, when we're by ourselves, we tend to do what we want to do. Mm. Okay, so then Heidi, tell me, what's like one of the craziest things you've ever done? Like literally, like by myself, by yourself, like you didn't have anybody tell you no. You um, just went for it, and like you're mm. glad that you did. And maybe you're not glad. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> man, I don't know. That's a tough question. Think about it. Guess. Think about yours. Do you have any other one? I mean, the only thing that I, I didn't start this though, because Trey submitted me for American Idol, but I went out there by myself. Nice. And did it like I don't know I don't know that it would have been different whether I had somebody or not it's interesting that you asked me that question because I was having the thought today that 
I want to do more things by myself. Like I mm-hmm. want to take a solo trip or I actually, I'm obsessed with um, like growth conferences. Yeah. And I know you just went to Passion 2020, which yes, was incredible. So and I want to hear about it, but I'm obsessed with these like growth conferences, but I am a yellow, which we've talked about. There's mm-hmm. like four different colors that your personality trait is. And like, so I actually really like to be with other people. So I do crazy things with people yeah. and I will get my friends to do crazy things like mm-hmm. like walk across fire or like jump out of a plane mm-hmm. or you know like have you jumped out of a plane yeah i did a backflip out of a plane what biggest fear so can we talk about your fitness journey yeah absolutely and like when that started why and like where mm-hmm. you are now with it mm-hmm. yeah um so one of the only youtube videos i have is on this subject and it's very important to me and uh is a huge i'm a huge advocate for self-care and taking care of yourself and, and just being healthy pretty much you know mm-hmm. um so how my fitness journey started was uh <laughs> we were literally <laughs> um i've always been an athlete and then i was on facebook and i remember scrolling through pictures and seeing this girl from my high school and she did a competition and i was like wow she looks great and uh my significant other at the time turned to him and i was like doesn't she look great and he's like, yeah. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that. And he goes, yeah, you'll never be able to do that. Wow. Yeah. And so I immediately was like, <laughs> watch. Wow. You know? Watch. So, uh, and as fate would have it, God had a plan for me. And I was driving down the highway and I see this sign on the side of the road, uh, competition prep coach. Wow. And I was like, whoops, girl. I literally like hightailed it right into there. And I remember like going in and meeting this guy. His name's Steve Payne. He's great. And, uh, but what's funny is because I was still so new to this process, he was like, Yeah, I need to see you without your clothes on, just your bra and your underwear. And I was like, oh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but I, I in turn found out later it's, it's legit. Um, and so, hey, yeah, he took my measurements, told me everything that we needed to work on. He gave me a coach. Uh, my coach and I started working out. Um, his name is Jesse Moans, I think that's his last name. I'm really sorry if I butchered that. But uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it was great. It was a great journey. So uh, initially, in 12 weeks, I dropped 20 pounds. Wow. Yeah, I was shredded. The best I've ever looked in my life. Abs for days. Like, my shoulders were capped off. Like, everything you could ever imagine. Um, and I went in for my first competition, and I lost to a girl because she had breast implants. Oh, what? wow. Yeah, and I talked to the coach. Or I talked to one of the judges afterwards, our FBB pro judge. And he was like, yeah, I mean, if you want to continue, you're going to have to consider it. And I was like, wow. yeah, no, nah, I'm good, homie. So, I did maybe a couple more competitions after that, um, did not place as well, and but I never retrained my brain. So my brain was consistently in competition mode, mm-hmm. and um, so like I had trained myself to eat a certain way and avoid mm-hmm. certain foods. So mm-hmm. I became like I had an unhealthy relationship with food, mm-hmm. um, and. I dropped down to about 94 pounds. And mind you, uh, for those listening, I'm 5'9". So you can only imagine. Um, My hair started falling out. I was definitely malnourished at this point. And uh, you can see pictures on the YouTube video as well. As crazy as that may sound, it's true. Like, I wanted to put that out there because I think that was the moment I looked at myself and I was like, yeah, that's not you. What are Mm. you doing? So I had that moment. and, um, And luckily for me, I was able to do a reverse um. Because I, yeah, because I technically went to two nutritionists, but they made me feel just like a number. They didn't make me feel mm. human. They made me feel like money. Oh. So they're like, oh, yeah, it's $10,000 if you want to get better, pretty much. What? Wow. Yeah, and I was like, no, that's good. So um, 
nonetheless, I trained myself. Luckily for me, like I'm so strong-willed and God had my back that there was no way I was going to die like that. So after that, uh, and I I reverse dieted and literally like nursed myself back to health Mm -hmm. is when I made the YouTube video and I decided to just shave my head and like give me a really, really short hair and um, that's why I wear wigs now because I do wigs and short hair. I can do both, mm-hmm. which in TV and film, I do short hair and then I do wigs most days, you know. Mm-hmm. I love switching it up anyways. But um, I have a love-hate relationship with uh, the gym still, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I do love it. I love pushing my body mm-hmm. to its limits, but I don't like beating it up to build it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think that was uh, so where I'm at in my fitness journey. I'm still a bar instructor because I can teach you how to love your body and push mm-hmm. it to its limits without high impact yeah you know i love that so uh so yeah y'all gotta come take my class i, I would love to take your class do you still go to the gym or no? i do like it's very uh rare i'll get that like burst of energy where i'm like man i just want to feel those weights again mm-hmm. you know and it feels good like when we went to the gym that day mm-hmm. heidi and i and she murdered me it was good <laughs> <laughs> it was good you guys killed it that mm-hmm. was how we that was like the first time we all hung out was in the gym was that the last time you guys worked out together um Maybe. I don't and remember. The, is that the only time? It's been a long time. No, it's not the only time. We, mm-hmm. we worked out a couple times together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you just brought something up that I actually, like, this was my intention was to ask you this on this podcast. Okay? Yes. Yes. So you wear wigs, okay? Yeah. And And it's amazing because you just never know someone's story. Like, right. I love your story of, and I love that you were vulnerable and you were like, and this is why I shaved my head because I actually shaved my head at one point too. I remember that. And um, you just never know why someone does something, right? Mm-hmm. And someone who doesn't know you and doesn't know your story, they may look at you and be like, why does she wear wigs? I get it. Like, mm-hmm. why does she? And you have to probably get it. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious, like, what is it like for you? Because I already know you probably get judged at a very high level. Right. So what is it like for you to, um, to experience that and then to not let it affect you or does it affect you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And with this newfound platform of – you know, TikTok and how, how much attention I'm getting. Mm-hmm. It's honestly like kind of scary because uh, it, when you initially watch these influencers and you see people that get hate, you're kind of like, oh, that's what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. Then it, it turned on me. And like now sometimes I'll get hate comments. And like I see now why it affects people so hard because mm-hmm. like you can get like a thousand positive, but your mm-hmm. brain will pick out that one negative and mm-hmm. then hold on to it. Mm-hmm. So and one of those that I get, pretty often is your hair, you look fine, you have hair, why do you wear wigs? And then so my response every time, because now I've actually like, again, it's all about the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, once you train your brain to flip the script, mm-hmm. then you don't have to feel that pain because that's a reflection of them Yeah. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love myself. Girl, <laughs> I love myself. Like, I think I'm just the flyest person that. in the world. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so my, I always ask back, why not? And right. they can never answer. Yeah. So then it doesn't matter because then it's like, okay, if you even if you do come up with the answer, like, that's yeah. on you, not on me. You yeah. know what I mean? And I hate when people pick it apart too. They'll ask you a question and you'll give them a reason. They'll be like, oh, but blah, 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 right? blah. It's like, who? Oh, why do you care so much? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I never understand. They'll be like, um, Oh, is that your hair? Well, yeah, I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I own is it. Is that like, your hair? Yeah. 
What you mean? Oh, I own God. it. That's mine. So, I remember this one guy, I think it was a guy, had messaged you on Instagram and was like being so serious, like maybe sent you a paragraph or something about yeah. how he was basically saying that you didn't love yourself because you wore wigs. Yes. You remember that? That yeah. was, wow. wow yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, exactly. Ex- exactly. It like, was like, that was deep. And like, like, who are you? I have, I have a quote, actually. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Mo- Michelle Obama said this. Okay. One of the lessons that I grew up with was to always stay true to yourself and never let what somebody else says distract you from your goals. And so when I hear about negative and false attacks, I really don't invest any energy in them because I know who I am. Yes. That's exactly that puts a button on exactly. I heard that today. That wasn't gonna be the quote that I was gonna share, but that was that was perfect. That is so good. I have a question for you too. Um, I just wanna know, because one of the main things for me and and what helps me just motivate me to be positive every day is I just kind of remind myself if my younger self was sitting right Mm. in front of me, would she be proud of me? Mm. So I'm going to ask you that if your younger self was literally sitting across from you right now, what would you say to her and would she be proud of you? I just remember my younger self. And I think we talked about this on one of the podcasts. I was so shy and like, didn't believe that I could be a singer and do that full time or even in part time or even at all, because I was terrified of being on stage. And so I think my younger self um, would be so shocked, so shocked at what I do now. But another thing that I said, I remember sitting on the floor with my mom in her room. We had like the little schoolhouse picture frame where you like every year you put your school picture in from like kindergarten to your senior year. And it was like second grade or third grade or something. And I was like, I can't wait to see what I look like when I'm a senior. Like, I hope I'm pretty and like all this stuff. And so, I mean, I kind of look the same, (laughs) but (laughs) it's just funny. Like, like how I looked up to my older self already Mm. at that time. It's funny because I actually do this with my clients. Like, all the time because a lot of what comes up with my like coaching is just not loving themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like I really, and that's why I love your fitness story is where I really want to emphasize that being fit or being healthy actually like has a lot less to do with like your physical um, activity and appearance. I mean, that's a huge part of it is a huge part of it, but your mindset is like the biggest part. And so, you know, there's a lot of negative self-talk that people have when they come to me because they feel the need to change because they do not like where they are. And so underneath that is a lot of hate. Right. And so I always say like, okay, so let's let's figure out like what is that dialogue like? What is it? Like, right. you know, and someone will say, I'm not good enough. I'm not trying hard enough. Um, I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I, you know, I – I'm fat, I'm ugly, right. blah, 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 mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And so I say, okay, so now I want you to close your eyes and see the four-year-old version of yourself mm. and say those things to her. Mm. Oh, my God. If you can't say it to the four-year-old, you do not say it to yourself, yourself. right now. Right. You know? Let me piggyback up real quick. Is like one of the main things, too, as a bar instructor, I get these women, I just want to lose five pounds. So in turn, I ask, but why? What will that do for you? If you lost five pounds tomorrow because you could fit in your jeans, what will that do? Oh, I'll be, you know, happier. Mm. There's more. Mm-hmm. There's more than those five so pounds. So much more. You know? So Go much on, more. Yeah. What would I say to my younger self? Mm-hmm. I would tell her that she is about to walk through fires, but she has everything she needs and she's going to do more than incredible and she's going to do it because she's meant to help other people walk through the fire. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell her she's brave. 
And then my younger self probably is very proud of, of who I am. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think I never would have imagined my life unfolding the way it has. And I think this is not to like toot my own horn or anything, but I think I'm very resilient. I've, I've had a challenging upbringing. I've had very challenging lessons. There have been times where I've asked God, why me? Mm-hmm. There have been times where I ask God, like, why is that happening to my family? Or like, why can't, you know, why can't I have things perfectly? Or like, why can't this, why can't I be quote unquote normal or whatever? But like, I don't know. I, I've learned that like it made me into a resilient, mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. woman. And like you, I also couldn't wait to grow up, like for whatever reason, because I think when I was a kid, there was so much out of my control and I hated, mm-hmm. I hated everything that I was seeing. And right. that might wow. be why I became an actor because I wanted to escape my Ooh, reality. Mm-hmm. And I probably also wanted some attention and like, now I love it, but yeah. that was probably like a deep rooted thing, you know? Did you think you'd have a, like over a million followers so no. fast, like literally four months and you had a million? No. And like, I'll tell you something too. I, the reason why I am your best friend ace is because like, I don't believe in the word followers. Mm-hmm. I think only Jesus has followers. So, yeah. uh, so I like to say they're my besties, you know? Yeah, so I got, uh, 1.8 million besties and <laughs> I'm so thankful for each and every one of them. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy to think that way because, you know, growing up doing traditional media and stuff like that, like nowadays, like shows don't even get that many views and I can post a video and then one day it have 1.5 million. You right. Know? Wow. Right. Like it's insane to That's me. really good engagement too. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm so thankful for that app. It's crazy. Um, but did you see that for yourself? Did you see yourself having 1.8 million followers? No, no. Wow. Not at all. Did you and see I, yourself having any kind of following? Because let me tell you, like for three years, I tried so hard at Instagram. And it mm-hmm. like I I got nowhere. Mm-hmm. Got nowhere. But you wanted it. Yeah. You wanted it. Yeah, I did. And so yeah, I think you're right. I think I did manifest it then. Because like I just I I didn't know how it was gonna happen or what platform or, or what have you. I just figured, you know, I'd just be a part of entertainment. One of my main things is like I love the actors that like you see their face, like you know you've seen them, mm-hmm. but you don't know them, mm-hmm. so they can live their life. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like me. Like that's how I envisioned my life was like, oh, I want to be like a Taryn Manning or like, you know, see, y'all don't even know that name. But I don't even know who face, that is. Yeah. Like you would know. Like wow. actually, do you remember, did y'all ever watch that real movie, Hustle and Flow? Uh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your, how you view your besties on TikTok because I've never been around somebody that like engages with them so much and like doing lives with you. Like you're so good at talking to yeah. them and cause they're so young. How does that affect the way that you interact on TikTok? That's a great question because I think uh, a lot of people will be like, girl, like, you know, like you're in your twenties. Why are you doing the type of content that you are? And you know, so on and so forth. And I'm like, because I think it's very important to remind ourselves that the youth is our future. Mm. Regardless, like, you know, like, and if, yeah, of course, there is their parents' responsibility to raise them. But I think we can agree that, you know, it the world around us helped raise us mm-hmm. regardless, yeah, you yeah. know. And um, and if I can be that positive place that kids can go to and know that they won't get in trouble, but they'll still get entertained mm-hmm. and, uh, and laugh, then I think that's super important. So, again, the youth is our future. So I think we need to take care of them. Yeah. So one day I was just on my Instagram and I was going to make content content and one of the things that was that I did on Instagram was I would edit myself into other people's videos so I went to the 
rock because I was like, I follow him anyways. I'm like, oh, I, I did one before with him. I was like, oh, it's been a while. I'll try to do one again because he always does selfie videos. And so I can edit myself to make it look like I'm FaceTiming him. So, so I go back and I see and he's talking and all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to be down the street from you pretty much is what he said. He's like, I'm going to be surprising the audience uh, at this movie uh, theater called Atlantic Station. And I was like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. Mm-hmm. So I literally just went and I thought I was so scared because I was sold out. I got there. There was nobody there. I was like, where are all the fans? Hey. You know, I was like, what? And then they're like, yeah, we have a few left, but we don't know where you can sit. And uh, and so I talked to the guy that was like guarding the door. I was like, can you please just look and see if there's a seat? He's like, yeah. So he looked and there was one in the very front row. <sighs> and I sat in that Bro. seat not knowing that two seats down from me was his mom. Wow. Yeah. So he comes in after the movie and he does his Q&A. And I knew I had to have that mic. And I was like, I've, I've got to I've got to tell him. I've got to tell him my story. So mm-hmm. uh, once the mic got passed to me and I stood there, because, again, same thing. Does anybody else want to ask a question? Like, they mm-hmm. were literally closing, and this guy next to me asked yeah, me remember that? the last question. Yeah, the guy weird. before me weird. asked, like, the most, like, ridiculous question, how do you get started in um, wrestling? Like, uh-huh. nobody wants to handle that. <laughs> like, uh-huh. bless you for trying. But nobody was like, uh-huh. so there, uh, then the guy was like, she wants to ask a question next to me. So I was like, first of all, thank you for your testimony on Oprah. I really appreciate the fact that you told your story about depression. And the only thing that you could do was clean walls. He said, I took 409 and just cleaned walls. I was like, because that is where I'm at in my life. That's all I can do. And I looked at him and I was like, I, I know I'll get out of it. And I know I'll see the other side because you did. And um, my question to you is, what is the future for Seven Bucks production, which is what he just accomplished? And also, I, that's when I told him right before we ended, I said, I have no doubt in my mind I'm going to be in one of your movies. He said, yeah, I have no doubt. And then he looked at the the people and was like, remember her name, Ace Cross Crook. And then before he left, um, he saw I was holding a book and he grabbed it and he wrote in it. And then we took a selfie and that was it. Wow. And, yeah, and that was where you met Kesley. Kesley. Yeah. Yeah crazy story is her husband heard my testimony to the rock and was like i've got to meet that girl yeah and cassie's like do you need help <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the helper yeah he's such a helper to a fault yeah and, and, trey, oh and trey as we're walking out of the theater grabs me he's like thank you so much for telling your story um and actor two we just connected and he's like, i gotta introduce you to my wife and i'm like okay cool Kess with this amazing aura and this light around her. The most beautiful person I felt like I've ever seen in the person is what it felt like. Yeah. I was like, hi, you know it. Yeah. And uh and and so later on for those that are listening, Kes and I developed a relationship. And from there, she's like, I want to start working out. I was like, let me hook you up with my girl, Heidi. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I connected them. So that's yeah. And that's how we all became friends. Yes. I the know. trifecta right here. It happens so fast. See what happens when you just do the thing that your gut's telling you to do? God has your back. If either one of us had acted out of jealousy, we would not be friends. Yep. If I had been jealous of like Trey wanting to talk to you, like we wouldn't be friends. Yeah. And if you had been jealous of like me and Heidi being friends without you being there, like we would not be friends. Wow. Like, yeah. Can you believe wow. that? Wow. What would you tell the person, maybe the little girl on TikTok who's following you, what would you tell that person who wants to start a TikTok or start pursuing her dreams, whether it be like acting or start making videos or start singing or start like her thing? Don't think, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, you know, like I think there's a lot of people that create their own story and create their own obstacles. Maybe I don't have a good enough camera. Maybe I don't have, you know, 
whatever it may be that stopped you from doing it. But in actuality, you know you can do it and you can find ways. There's always resources available no matter what. And, and you have friends or you have peers or whatever that gets you started into these things. Like for me, it was literally like, I'm just going to rip the bandaid off and do I don't know how to edit. Mm-hmm. Like what? I opened up iMovie and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like now it's, I'm the most efficient in it. But it's like, Honestly, you just you just got to start. Don't mm-hmm. be scared to start and don't don't hold yourself back because you're you're so much stronger and more beautiful than you can ever imagine. So you just do it, you know? That's the Rock mm. staring right into his face and yeah, I'm going to be in one of your movies one day. Oh he stared back God. at me. Remember Kesha? Yes. Says, and it was like, I have no doubt that you will. Is that everybody remember her name? Ace Cross Crow. So. Okay, so what would you say to the girl who like wants to sing, <laughs> wants to be on American Idol, wants to have an album, wants to do all these like, you know? It's literally just like what A said, like you have to freaking do it. Like I just it took me some boy in my high school saying, like, you can write a song. You should write a song. And then I went home and wrote a song and oh, I could have done it okay. before then. But it just took somebody – so I'll just say this. You can do it. You can write a song. You can sing on stage. Like You can do it. Yes. So go do it. Yeah. Like don't wait for anyone else to tell you. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever it is, change your just story. go do it. You have the power to change your story. So yeah. do it. What don't wait. You? What would you say <sighs> to somebody listening? I was like, oh, I want to start. Yeah. Okay. I always say like face your fears. Like if you're afraid to do something, that means you have to do it. Like mm-hmm. I literally use fear as my guide. I'm like, good. Oh, I'm afraid. I have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I won't lie. Like I struggle with um, – I struggle with resistance. Like I'll, I'll just like call it resistance and then I'll just continue to let it, let it be like why I don't get something done. And so what I found recently is working for me, especially with somebody who, who totally has ADHD. I absolutely Mm. have it. Um, which I think it's a gift, you know? Um, but the thing for me is, okay, I know enough about myself to know that I don't do things alone. So when I get a friend Mm. to do something with me, um, it'll always get done. Mm. And if it's something I have to do by myself, I reach out to a friend and I say, hey, I'm sitting down right now. For 30 minutes, I'm going to do this thing. And then if you could just check on me in 30 minutes, send me a text and be like, hey, how did that go? Mm -hmm. Um, I'll let you know. And then 10 times out of 10, they'll reach out to me. Mary. Mary's my accountability. She's like my go-to person for this. And she'll reach out. She'll be like, how'd it go? And I'm like, great. I'm going to do it for another 30 minutes. Can you check on me again? And like, I will get the thing done, you know? And that's the thing. It's sitting down. There's something magical about getting your butt in the chair. There is so much resistance. The dishes will call your name. The laundry will call your name. Your dogs will start to bark. You get hungry. So somebody calls on the phone, like you got to go to work. You got to, so many things will happen. But if you just sit your butt in the chair, like this magnetic thing happens like the second you pick up a pen the second you start to type the second you start to speak like I had resistance doing this podcast like like this episode look how amazing it's going to be for somebody Mm -hmm. you know if you sit down and you just start like and just know yourself enough to know like why like do you need somebody to check in on you just sit down start that's it it's very simple just do it yeah just do it Thanks for being on our podcast, yeah. Ace. Yes, anytime. Where can we find you? Uh, so 
all across every platform, Ace Cross Crook. If you enjoyed this episode or um, if you want to share it with somebody, please do that. Like maybe somebody needs to hear this episode today. Maybe, maybe it's you, maybe it's your mom, your sister, your best friend, whatever it might be. Share this episode, share it to your Instagram story. And, um, you know, we are a new podcast. And so we really do, Kesley and I really do want to cultivate like an amazing community mm-hmm. here. So if you write a review, like we totally will read it and we totally will share it on this podcast. If you want to send us a question, just send it to Hustle and Flow podcast on Instagram. Until next time. Hustle and Flow. Thank you so much for listening to the Hustle and Flow podcast. We are so happy to have you here in our tribe. If you love what you are hearing so far, please leave us a review on iTunes so we can thank you on our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Hustle and Flow podcast where you can receive daily inspiration and any updates on the podcast. We look forward to hanging out with you in the next one. See ya. See ya.